This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Morgan, attacking the middle. Oh, Aaron Gordon! Oh, my goodness! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Ross, rising again. Why not? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the human torch. Now, here's your host. Jake Chapman. And welcome everybody into Magic Drive Time. We're presented by the International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman here with you. The Magic and the Charlotte Hornets getting set for round two tonight at the Amway Center. I'll have the pregame show coming up in about 30 minutes at 6.30 right here on 96.9 The Game. And then 7 o'clock for the opening tap. Uh, David Steele and Jeff Turner will be on the call as the Magic try to exact a little revenge against the Hornets after a loss last night. Tough one last night. uh, 107-104 was the final score. We'll have your Magic matchups. We'll have your injury report. All that coming up here on Magic Drive Time. My guest for the program tonight, friend of the show, friend of uh, the Magic Weekly podcast, friend of mine. He is Dan Savage from OrlandoMagic.com. And Dan, I do want to get into the announcement today um, about the Advent Health Practice Facility. Uh, Cool little um, sort of uh, uh, event extravaganza we had this afternoon with Dante Marcatelli and Alex Martins and some of the dignitaries. Jeff Weltman was there as well some of the dignitaries from Advent Health. But we got to start with this game last night. It was disappointing. I mean, you're seeing the magic right now. Here's what's, here's what's flummoxing me, Dan. Yeah. Is I've been saying for about a week now that if you move the ball and you knock down perimeter shots, everything's going to be fine. And now <laughs> the last two games, the magic have moved the ball. They have knocked down perimeter shots. And they've lost two close games, 121-18 on Friday and overtime against the Pacers, 107-104 last night. And I guess the problem is you have these stretches where you're not defending up to your capabilities. It was the first quarter on Friday night. It was the beginning of the fourth last night against Charlotte. Um, But it feels like the team is close. You get Evan Fournier back. The offense feels like it's working. The ball's moving. Shots are falling. You're just having these defensive lapses right now. And I guess it just shows you kind of the margin of error in this league. You can't afford a 25-4 to run to start the fourth quarter and still expect to win games. No, absolutely. And I'll blame it on the old broadcaster's jinx on you. Uh, you, know, you make a statement like that. And what do you think is going to happen? You have power. You have you have powers beyond your knowledge uh, here uh, on the Magic Radio Network. But no, you're absolutely right. And look, with the injuries that the Magic have piled up, the margin for error is extremely thin. Yep. So while if completely healthy, the Orlando Magic could afford a run like that to happen and still manage to win a game, when you're shorthanded, you, you, you can't allow it. And especially when you're looking at a second unit that's uh, extremely thin right now. When the Orlando Magic you know, go to the bench, uh, there are a lot of guys there who are playing bigger roles and have uh, more on their plate than they would have expected at the start of the season. Uh, and you look at the number of point guards and point forwards the Orlando Magic are down right now, and then it just becomes a challenge to, to even get in your offense in stages. So when you consider Markel Fultz is out for the season, Michael Carter-Williams is still working his way back from injury, and then Aaron Gordon has to rest yesterday, uh, you're down your three, three of your top four primary ball handlers. Yep. And those have reciprocal effects. So you look at the second, start of the second uh, fourth quarter, and, you know, you're relying on Jordan Bone to get you into your offense, who, you know, while isn't a promising young two-way player, that's probably a bigger role than you'd want him to have at this stage of the season. You have Cole Anthony, who's then relied on when things aren't working well to stop a run, and he's still trying to figure out his way in the NBA. So they're seeing 
you know, the Hornets up their switching, up their pressure to start that fourth quarter, and it becomes a challenge just to get into the offense. And as a result, we know how dangerous the Hornets are in a fast break team. They rank amongst the top five consistently this season in the NBA in fast break points. Uh, that just allows them to get everything going. And once their fast break offense started going, shots started going in for them that weren't going in before the fourth period. And the turnovers, you know, the, the Steve Clifford teams don't turn the ball over and 16 turnovers isn't the end of the world, but we've seen both uh, on Friday night. And then last night, the, you're the, the, these live ball turnovers, you're allowing 14 fast break points because you're turning it over in a way that allows both, uh, Charlotte and Indiana to get out and run and take advantage of it. It's weird. Like not all turnovers are created equally, right? 12, 14 turnovers aren't going to kill you, but 12, 14 turnovers for 20 plus points are, can kill you, especially when you're talking about, you know, close margin games, like a three point loss. Um, somehow you got to figure out a way you got to toe that line. You've got to be free and move the ball, but you can't fork it over. And it's not like, again, it's not like they're just kicking the ball around the gym 20 turnovers and that's the ball game it's sort of like it's it's those timely turnovers and it's the way you're turning the ball over and it's allowing other teams to take advantage um that's that's really kind of the bugaboo right now and that's a difficult thing like it's not an easy problem to fix uh it's a line you have to toe no absolutely and I think that's where it gets back to that reciprocal effect of injuries uh, where you have guys getting you into the offense that are either doing it at a more increased minutes pace uh, than they would necessarily be expected to, or, you know, handling a role that they weren't expected to handle at the start of the season. You really consider that you're out your three primary ball handlers. That's that in of itself is a big role. But then you look at last night uh, when it comes down to that crucial inbounds play, where you know Cole Anthony and the Magic suffer a five-second violation. Uh, Cole Anthony's not, you know, that's not something he's expected to do. Normally, you'd have that in the hands of Aaron Gordon, who's you know six-nine, athletic, can see over the defense, and instead, it's Cole Anthony in there uh, doing it, distributing the basketball, who's much shorter. But who else are you going to have do that? You, you take uh, Terrence Ross. Well, you want him making the shots you have Evan Fournier he's a big scoring threat Vooch is probably your third option on there and a pop out where maybe he can drop a three-pointer so you start looking at that then your your subsidiary options are guys like Gary Clark who probably hasn't practiced that all that much or Dwayne Bacon and and you start going down the line so you probably really want a guy who knows the offense that's why you turn to Cole Anthony but at the same time it puts you in a situation where you might suffer a play like that and that's just one of many examples throughout a game where the compounding of injuries can end up catching up to you. No, I think that's a great point. Um, and even, you know, I'll do you one better. Michael Carter-Williams would, would, would slide yeah. into that role. You'd be very comfortable with him in that situation. It's not ideal to have Cole Anthony as the inbounder, but you don't have very many options. Uh, and you've seen that kind of bite you in the butt over the last two nights. It was Gordon Hayward last night. I mean, he did a majority of the damage. That 25-4 run to start the fourth was sparked by the bench guys. And I do want to ask you about LaMelo Ball because I don't understand what I'm seeing when I watch him play. Uh, but let's talk about Gordon Hayward first. Um, you know, they kind of took some flack for, for signing him to the big deal in the offseason. I think people assumed his best basketball was behind him because of the injury issues. Even when he was healthy um, with, with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, it wasn't, you know, a, a good opportunity for him to show 
um, what he's still capable of in Boston. He's still capable of hanging 39 on 15 of 25 shooting. He's so efficient. He does it from so many different spots on the floor. Um, that's sort of primary objective uh, A, B, and C, I would think, for the Magic defense tonight. Figure out something to do with that guy, and I don't have any answers. Uh, Steve Clifford is way smarter than me. I'm sure he's going to try a few different things tonight, but Hayward right now, it doesn't really matter what you throw at him. He's just been so good. What do you expect to see tonight? You think you, what do you do? You, you, you shade him, you throw doubles at him, you try to deny him the ball. Uh, I don't know what you do in this situation. Do you have any guesses, Dan? Yeah, I, I think you had the, uh, the, the best advice right there, which was try to limit him getting the ball because he's such a da- dangerous playmaker once he has the ball in his hands because he's willing to make the right play, whether that's for his teammates or for himself. Uh, the, the Hornets have raved about him both on the court and off the court. He's been a great presence in that young locker room. They've been very happy and pleased with him. And they just love the fact that he makes the right play. Uh, he's, he had 39 points last night. He also had nine rebounds, which is, you know, something else. Facing the floor, knocking down five threes. So he's really been a, an asset for him. I, I say the defense on guys like that starts before they get the basketball. If you could get them out of their comfort zones, if you can disrupt where they're maybe, you know, getting the ball to start. Uh, you can make things tougher on them. And that's all you can do for a guy like Dave Gordon Hayward because when he's rolling like that and he already gets into a flow, uh, it just becomes like trying to stop the ocean with a broom. It's, it becomes a really difficult task. So you want to you deny him the basketball and force him to get it in places where he's a little more uncomfortable than if he's getting it in his sweet spots. I think um... – one way to stop Aaron Gordon or uh, to stop Gordon Hayward would be Aaron Gordon. Yeah. That would be, I that kind of help. Or uh, Michael Carter Williams. Or yeah. <laughs> yes, both of those sound like very good solutions. Uh, Aaron Gussett is probable. Don't have an official word just yet on him, but uh, look, it's you know, it's you see it both ways, right? Like, okay, Jordan Bone. And look, I thought Bone played he, fine. He actually like, did I don't a great job. Was, uh, so I don't mean to point out him as a negative it's the fact sure. that he's picking up a bigger role but the fact that he knocked down two threes three for five from the field uh, his plus minus was solid uh, you, you'd take that from him any night of the week but but I do think when you when you mentioned the reciprocal effect and the and the ripple effect across the roster like I, like I was thinking about Terrence Ross he's had a, a rough couple games we know how streaky he is we know how rhythm based he is and Terrence, okay, last night was the seventh different starting lineup through 17 games this team has had. And then when you're talking about when Terrence looks next to him, it, it can't feel like he ever has the same guys next to him because Cliff has had to be so creative with the rotations. And, uh, you know, one instant it's Aaron Gordon is, you know, settling into his role as secondary playmaker, primary playmaker. Um, you know, Ken Birch is the first guy off the bench, and now he's playing – uh, you know, running some high-low stuff with Vooch. And uh, so for Terrence, I just feel like, first off, with Terrence, it's usually he'll have one game where he goes six of nine from three and everything will be fine. And then he'll rattle off five straight games where he can't miss. Um, but I do, you know, a, a rhythm-based guy like that, um, I, I think you have to have some semblance of consistency with the guys next to him. And that's, again, where the injuries come in. Um, it's it, it, it's Cliff is stuck between a rock and a hard place right now as far as, you know, setting rotations and having a, a sense of 
Um, you know, players like to know when they show up to the arena, when they're going into the game and what kind of minutes they're going to play. And that's just not reality right now. It's got to be really difficult for a guy like T. Ross to deal with. No, unquestionably. And when you look at his extremely hot start to the season, which coincided with the Magic's extremely hot start to the season, uh, he was playing with the same guys every night. He had Ken Burch setting him screens and he had Cole Anthony delivering him the basketball. Well, just as he starts to get back into rhythm again with Aaron Gordon in, in, in that second unit delivering him the basketball, that changes again last night. And now he's on to, to Jordan Bone doing that. So uh, each time he starts to get into a rhythm and a flow with a sense of who's setting screens for him and who's delivering him the basketball, things have changed. Now, uh, hopefully tonight the Magic get back into a flow again and you have Aaron Gordon doing that. And I have a feeling, you know, that can help combat what we saw at the start, start of the fourth quarter there. So, uh, you know, the Hornets are probably going to come into this game feeling that they've, you know, found a way to, to, to beat the Magic. And the Magic, on the other hand, probably feel like they gave that game away. They were the superior team for three and a half quarters, and it was just one small stretch that gave that basketball game away. So it'll probably be two different telling in different feelings of emotion for the teams coming into tonight with both of them feeling that they have a clear path to victory. And it'll be interesting to watch to see how that unfolds. It's Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you. Dan Savage from OrlandoMagic.com, my guest. Last thing from last night. I don't – like, I'm watching Lamelo, and he's very fun to watch, obviously. Great passer. He can kind of he's – got, he's got nice handles, gets where he wants to get, good size, all of these things. But I – you know, the, there was the story about James Borrego. Uh, his quote was like, if you're going to turn the ball over as much as he's doing it, then I got to have something on the defensive end. Uh, otherwise, he's not going to start because Hornets fans are, are kind of clamoring um, for Lamelo to be in the starting lineup. And then I'm watching him last night, and I'm going, I, I agree with Borrego. Like he, <laughs> you know, they're they're throwing zone out there. He has no idea where he's supposed to be when they're, when they're running zone defense. He's getting lost in transition. He does that thing where he turns the ball over, and then he slaps down on the ball and commits a dumb foul and doesn't get back on defense. He's just so absent. He's nine, you know, he's 19 years old, he, but he's very absent-minded on the floor. And I'm sitting there going, this guy, he's killing him. And then at the end of the night, he's a plus 15 because <laughs> he was on the floor for that 25 to four run. Um, what, what, I, I, what am I seeing? I don't, is he, is he just young and it's all going to come together or it's, it feels like he's a, a one step forward, two steps back type guy, but all in all, last night, despite his four turnovers, the 30-foot three-pointer with 10 seconds on the shot clock that was an air ball um, that was completely unnecessary. <laughs> he, he has to be fun and also infuriating to play with, um, but he is, he's, a, he's a young rookie with a whole lot of skill. No, no question. You stole my punchline because I was going to go. <laughs> he finished with a plus 15 after all that. Uh, when he took that three last night, I thought that could be a, a momentum killer for the Hornets. Right. Because they were starting their run a little bit. He takes that one from way downtown and completely airballs it. And look, if you're going to have, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, confidence to shoot from that far out, you better at least hit rim. <laughs> you better not miss that one completely. <laughs> And you look at some of the wild passes he attempts that lead to turnovers, and those will frustrate any head coach. But on the flip side of things, uh, he had not played in a competitive basketball game since 2019 in Australia prior to joining the Hornets. Uh, so he had a long layoff. And when you look at a guy who's as young as he is and the path he got to the NBA – you would want him to have a lengthy training camp and extended preseason and work his way into the lineup because 
it's been so long since he'd played competitive basketball. Yep. So for, for him, I think the big factor is how willing is he going to be to rein in his game a little bit over the long-term benefit being that he'll cut down on turnovers, be a little bit more favorable to his coach. When on the flip side, when he does convert those plays, those become instant sports center, top 10 social media uh, highlights. And for a guy who has a social presence as big as he does with a father who seems to care about it as much as he does, right. uh, those can you know, be two different sides weighing on him. So it'll be interesting to watch over the course of the NBA season. Does he rein himself in a little bit? And I think the flip side to that is also going to be as he gets more comfortable with the speed, athleticism, and uh, style of play of other NBA players on the court, he may be able to pull off some of those crazy passes, shots that he's not quite able to do at this juncture. But I know the Hornets do love him. They do love what you know the talent he possesses and are really high on his future over the long term. Break time here on Magic Drive Time. First, got to talk about uh, the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. And they want to remind you that texting and driving is against the law, and it could have deadly consequences. Remember, put it down and focus on driving. We will have your Magic matchup, your injury report when we come back. Dan Savage with me, Jake Chapman here with you. It's Magic Drive Time, presented by the International Diamond Center, right here, 96.9 The Game. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles. But the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, it's time to experience Magic Together. Tickets are on sale now for upcoming games at Amway Center. See how the Magic have prepared for fans this season and what you can do to be a team player by visiting orlandomagic.com slash health and safety. Then buy your tickets to watch the Magic take on teams like the Clippers, Golden State Warriors, and the Dallas Mavericks. Tickets are limited, so buy now at orlandomagic.com and get ready to enjoy Magic Together. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Going back to the school can be difficult, but Florida Technical College showed me the way. Thanks to FTC, I got my diploma in medical billing and coding. My name is Carla Finol, and now I'm working as an NBC office coordinator. See why Florida Technical College has been the choice of people like you since 1982. 
Learn more about our diploma, associate, and bachelor's degree programs at ftccollege.edu or call 888-981-9707. FTC, your partner in success. Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limits. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Simply IOA is home and auto insurance you buy online in three minutes or less. And we're proud to be the official insurance broker of the Orlando Magic. Simply IOA lets you compare policies from the nation's most trusted insurance companies, receive quotes, and buy coverage all in less than three minutes. So you'll have more time to cheer on the Orlando Magic. Visit simplyioa.com slash magic. Simply IOA is powered by Insurance Office of America. Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts. Delivery fee and tax is extra and not subject to discount offer. This is Steve Clifford of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. And welcome back into Magic Drive Time. We're presented by the International Diamond Center. Jake Chavin, Dan Savage here with you, getting set for the Hornets and the Magic Round 2 at Amway Center tonight. Pre-game show coming at you here uh, in about 10 minutes, and then we'll tip it up at 7 o'clock, shortly after 7 o'clock this evening. Your injury report is sponsored by Advent Health, the official team physician's of your Orlando Magic. Aaron Gordon listed as probable tonight. We'll get you an official word coming up here on the pregame show. Uh, Hopefully, Aaron, uh, ready to go this evening. He's been playing so well uh, on both ends of the floor as of late for the Magic. And then the usual suspects, Michael Carter-Williams still out dealing with that sprain in his left foot. Al Farouk Aminu, Chuma Okiki, Markel Fultz, and Jonathan Isaac uh, still out right now for the Magic. And as for the Charlotte Hornets, they are healthy. And uh, that's kind of not good news necessarily for the Magic. They got Cody Zeller back last night. You can tell he makes a difference uh, for that for that Hornets group coming off the bench. Our Magic matchup sponsored by Fairwinds. Visit fairwinds.org to get your official Orlando Magic credit or debit card. It'll be the same starting five for both teams as we saw last night. Uh, I assume, unless Aaron Gordon slides back into that starting lineup. Uh, Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, Gordon Hayward, P.J. Washington, Bismack Biombo for the Orlando, uh, for the Charlotte Hornets, and then for the Magic, Cole Anthony, Evan Fournier, James Ennis. Uh, we'll see if it's Gary Clark or Aaron Gordon at the fourth spot, and then Nikola Vucevic as your starting center. Dan, we had a cool event today. Um, the announcement of uh, of the groundbreaking for the Advent Health Practice Facility, Dante Marcatelli, Jeff Weltman, Alex Martins, uh, all on stage with the dignitaries uh, from Advent Health. I know you asked a couple questions at the end, uh, what was your overall takeaway from from this project, what it's going to be moving forward, uh, and how cool it's going to be? Maybe a competitive advantage for this Magic team. I, I think Jeff Weltman used the phrase, it's an arms race when you're talking about practice facilities across the league. And look, Amway Center is a great building. It's a great facility. Um, but, you know, these things change so rapidly. This is really going to be a, a, a big development for the Magic, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a 
two-part thing. I think the first side is an it's exciting thing for the Central Florida community. Look, the DeVos family has been, you know, really committed to this area for their length of ownership, whether it's through the donations, the volunteer work of the organization, uh, how much money the OMYF continues to raise year after year. And this is another part of that, uh, extending to, you know, improving the health and wellness along with Advent Health for a number of Central Floridians in the community. So you have that element of it, which is a, a great charitable aspect. And then you have the basketball side of it. Yep. And as Jeff Weltman said, you know, teams are becoming more and more competitive with the practice sites that they offer. And so the Orlando Magic are meeting the challenge and perhaps putting forth one of the best uh, training you know, destinations in the NBA with the one that they're hoping to create here with Advent Health. So look, when you're trying to lure free agents to a smaller market, every little bit helps to pile this on with, uh, you know, no state income tax, the type of culture that Steve Clifford and the organization are building, two straight playoff appearances. And now you have the state of the art practice site to go along with the state of the art arena. And you start talking about an Orlando Magic Young core you can really put the pieces together and make a great sales pitch for any prospective free agent to come here and join the Orlando Magic. So that's got to be exciting for them. I think this is going to be a top-notch facility. You see the renderings and getting a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. And it, it looks like a great place to work and cover. Uh, so I'm excited from it just as, a, as another place to set down my laptop and, and cover the team once – once everything gets a little bit more back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Get it built, and then let's get through this pandemic, and, uh, and, and you and I are going to enjoy it. 130,000-square-foot facility, and, of course, it's right next to Amway Center, uh, a block from Amway Center at uh, South Division Avenue and West Central Boulevard. He's Dan Savage. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. It's at Dan underscore Savage. Read all his stuff on OrlandoMagic.com. Those rivals reports you do are great. Um, very useful for, uh, for anybody trying to key in on matchups. Uh, as the Magic take on the Charlotte Hornets tonight. I'll have the pregame show coming up here in just about five minutes, and we'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. Our Magic never compromise on the court, and Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Hey, Florida, if you need to venture out to get your essential items, please don't get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Instead, find a designated sober driver or use a delivery service. And remind your designated driver to always wear their safety belt and comply with the speed limits. We want everyone to make it back home safely. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. 